seriously. Like, Welcome back to the Pen In Podcast. This is episode 13, I want to say. I want to say 13. Spooky number. <laughs> yeah. We are doing a Black Ops 3 Zombies episode. So we're talking about uh, kind of like all the aspects that make up Black Ops 3 and its zombie mode. What? Um, welcome. We have a guest today, JT Money. How we do it, JT Money, bag boy? What do you do, baby? <laughs> we live, baby. How we doing? No, we're out here just uh, grinding, taking care of business, living oh, life yeah. one step at a time, baby. We like it. Oh, yeah. One step at a time. And we got the got the Schmetty here. Schmetty, how we doing? What's up? Uh what's up? It's Schmetty. Uh <laughs> uh I'm uh doing pretty well. I'm really super fucking tired because I went out clubbing last night. So yes, sir. That was fun. Hey. Yeah. So All that right. was a good time. Me and, go. me and um me and Maddie went out to see a drag show <laughs> which was super fun what and yeah dude go go fucking watch a drag show they're sick <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah so yeah to anyone listening go with your girlfriend to a drag show it's a great time All and right. then yeah we went to a drag show then we went to this other club and they had like a like a gothic room and we were like dressed up like super gothy. I'll send you guys some pictures later. We looked really cool. But um yeah. So went to another club. That was cool. Good time. Great time. Uh okay. yeah. All what right. You, Zach? Hold on. How's um, life? Oh well, Friday after I got off work, I went to go hang out with a girlfriend and like her her family. That was fun. Played a little bit of uh, the new MW2. And yeah. uh, it's all right. 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 What is that? Played that map with all the bunch of cars. It's like one lane. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, I woke up that, that Saturday morning and like, I just knew I was sick. You know, I just had that feeling my, in my throat and That's everything. Good. And so I've just been resting and drinking water my girlfriend's been taking care of me bless her soul oh, for that so oh nice gosh. yeah and i've been um, got bet i'm feeling a little better but you'll you'll hear me coughing uh, on the podcast i'm gonna try to mute myself but if you do hear that i apologize in advance right but what uh what games have you guys been playing uh if any at all Let's start with jt our guest i've been loving arc Ark Survival Evolved. Uh, my girlfriend and I, before she left for Germany, we were building up our base. You know, we got a pretty good foundation for our base. Got oh, some yeah. gates up around it. So nothing's going to destroy our dinosaurs while we're offline because it's like a server it's... type of deal. Oh, right. Um, cool. We have like an Xbox that's dedicated to the server and it's running it all the times. So, oh, really? So you, that's yeah. Safe. So we can join whenever and like. If you don't have a dedicated server, you have to like stay within like twenty feet of the host, or else you'll start. It'll start like, what's it called? Like pulling you towards 
the host. Oh, it's like a tether. Banding. Yeah, yeah. It's like a tether kind of. Okay. Yeah. So it'll start putting you towards the host. Um, so we just decided to use one of our old Xbox One One X's actually, and uh, I mean it runs good. It runs 60 frames. That's good. All times and no lag. You know, I mean it's just keeping the Xbox on. But we've been having fun with that. Uh, nice. Possibly thinking about maybe getting the new COD. I don't know. Kind of up in the air about that. Yeah, I've been Usually. in the same headspace. I don't know. Yeah. Usually about this time of year, I'd buy, be buying maybe 2K or at least Madden. But Ooh. I haven't done that yet either. <laughs> like I Actually, I bought Madden, but it was just for my dad because I game share with him. So There you go. I don't. I haven't played it yet, but mainly just arc and work. Arc and work. Right. Let's go. Arc and work. What a fucking vibe. Hell yeah. Eddie, <laughs> you been playing anything? Um, let's see. I, um, I was replaying Doom Eternal a oh. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yo. I don't suck at it like I thought I would. Uh, so that was cool. Um, also. On uh, Game Pass, I think someone told me. I think you told me this, Zach, or maybe you didn't. But um, the on our horror movie or horror game movie episode, we were talking about yeah. um, Amnesia, and I looked on Game Pass, and all three of the Amnesias are on Game Pass, and then also the new one that came out this year is also on Game Pass. Oh so, shit! I didn't even know that. Yeah, so that's cool. Downloaded all of those. So when me and Maddie finish, uh, um, when we finish Outlast, we're gonna do Amnesia next. So that'll be cool. Hell yeah, bro! Playing some yeah. games, I like to hear. Yeah, it's, it's like nice because like I just finished midterms. Like, dude, I had the most horrifically stressful time oh, <laughs> on Thursday. Oh no. I had two tests. It was not fun, but yeah, it was like nice to just like do nothing. And then also like. Um, I got Disney Plus, and I'm finally making myself finish Star Wars. Oh, so, you never? Yeah, yes, I never finished Star Wars. Eight and nine. I still haven't seen either oh. of them. Ah, well, so, uh, good luck. Yeah, we'll get your, we'll get your opinion on that when you do point. that. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That can uh, um, that can be an episode too. Just uh, rank all the Star Wars movies. Yeah, that could be. Ooh, that'd be a great episode because I like that a lot. Yeah, but I watched. Let's go. Uh, I rewatched one, two, and three, which I already like. Some mm-hmm. people don't like the prequels, but I like the prequels. More people are generation. I watched, the, I watched the solo movie, which I thought was awful. <laughs> ah, zero yeah. out of ten. Yeah. Maybe not a zero, but probably like a two. Maybe a one. Oh, man, you guys are harsh. <laughs> zero is a little like extreme. I give it maybe, Dude, every... maybe it's a five out of ten. Anytime yeah. there was a character death in that show, I was like happy that they died because I didn't have to hear their terrible dialogue anymore. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> what, in the movie? Solo? <laughs> yeah, in the movie. Like, every major character death in that in that movie was like, thank God. I don't have to listen to this shit Oh, anymore. God. <laughs> I did not like that yeah, movie dude. at all. Yeah, it was pretty I'm, bad. I think I'm caught up on everything Star Wars except... I have not started the Tales of the Jedi. I finished that. Okay. Dude, I that started. was good. I love that. I'm all, I'm all caught up on Andor. I have uh, Mandalorian, not caught up on obviously Obi Wan. Yeah. 
uh, to watch. Bad Batch. Next on next on the list is Obi Wan. That's that's the next. Oh, that's in good the shit, man. It's good yeah. shit. Dude, I don't know. I used to I used to batter on Rebels before I watched it. Now it's like yeah, Rebels is actually Rebels. like after like the second season, it's like the best. Yeah, I mean, you really can't go wrong with Clone Wars either. Oh, Clone Wars is good too. Do Tales of the Jedi. Eat. It, it's like they're short stories, like six short stories, like less than like twenty minutes or less. It's awesome. Yep, I'll watch them after this. You betcha. Oh yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Topic. But, um. Oh wait, hold on. Let me. Uh, oh yeah. What I've been you... playing yeah. Mario Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I dropped a hundred on this game, man. I got fuck the yeah, dude. I got the gold edition that comes with three DLCs. Yeah, bro, it is. So those of you who don't know, it's a strategy RPG. It's like like a tactical like strategy RPG where you know you, you move. You have to like you're in a battlefield and it's either like defeat all the enemies, reach the area, or destroy some stuff to like finish the level. I love those kind of games, like uh, Triangle Strategy. Um, like that's it's similar, but like Fire Emblem. I like I like Fire Emblem games. I just like tactical kind of games that like you have a grid. Sure, it's like oh, it, you're like viewing it from like top to bottom, kind of yeah, thing. That's cool. This game is right up my alley. It's Mario. Um, it's a weird combination, but Rabbids too. So. And like they have like Rabbit Mario, they have Rabbit Luigi, Rabbit Rosalina, <laughs> Rabbit Peach. That's funny. This yeah, this game, I already put like, oh my, like, I'm about to the 20 hour mark. It's so fun. It just came out Friday. Oof. Yeah. Nice. And dude, the third DLC that's coming out, you get to play as fucking Rayman. Fuck yeah, dude. Let's go, baby. Hype. Exciting. Hype. That's cool. The next one I'm going to play is um, either Persona 5 Royal or God of War Ragnarok. One of those two. Okay. Getting get straight into the topic. Yeah. So, BO3 Zombies, we set up a structure of what we are going to talk about. And, uh, well, we're first going to start off with our street cred on block ops 3 so the audience knows what the hell we're talking about exactly all right so i got the stats pulled up um i'll go over mine first then jt's and then zach's um our other second guest mr ishan who is a part of our dope easter egg completion squad was not able to make this episode but um i will also go over his because us four literally ran the shit out of this game and we were like i don't want to say like the best in the world because there's no way to verify that but like based on our leaderboard positions like we're in the upper echelons of the people that played this game at least so we can say that um so yeah um so for me um let's see here open my combat record all right so in zombies I have nine days played, four hours, 17 minutes, 30 seconds, or 32 seconds, with 133,587 kills, 28,000 headshots, and uh, yeah. 
My most used weapon was the KRM, which is just a regular like pellet shotgun. I have almost 10,000 kills with that. Uh, gobble gum is in plain sight, which allows you to uh, the zombies ignore you for like 15 seconds. And then I also have a feat that nobody in the group will ever complete, and that is the highest round on any map. Um, I got to round 75 solo on Revelations. Um, oh so my God. I remember that my, too. Yeah, that's my major achievement. Yeah, and I, I was like, so guys, I got, I got, I got level round fifty on on yeah. Revelations, and he was like, I took that personally. Yeah, dude. Most <laughs> of our most of our high rounds end because we get bored. That yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I do have the highest round of anybody in my immediate social circle, <laughs> so that's a fun <laughs> thing to be proud of. Um, yep. So, all right. Um, Mr. JT, we'll go to his next. All right, so... Oh, you have your... Okay, yeah. JT has way more time played than me. Uh, <laughs> he has 17 days, 16 hours, 5 minutes, 48 seconds. So, congrats, JT. Proud of you on that Let's one. Let's go, baby. Um, most used kill, or most used weapon is the Dingo LMG boy with 15,000 kills. Oh, my God. Yeah, total kills of 215,000, 40,000 headshots. Most used gobblegum is the alchemical antithesis, which turns points into ammo, which is a another very useful one with a overall high round on revelations of round 55, which is pretty good. All right, and then moving on to Mr. Zaki. If I can find oh, yeah. you, there he is. All right, Zach, we got seven days, five hours, 30 minutes, 34 seconds, 79,682 kills, 30,000 headshots, deadliest weapon being the KN, which is also your favorite weapon in multiplayer, which I think is funny. <laughs> um, 7,000 kills with that. Most used gobblegum is alchemical antithesis also. Wow. And highest round on revelations being round 52. So... That's that. And then our member who is not here of our squad, Ishan, we have 18 days, 16 hours, 29 minutes, 8 seconds, 207,000 kills, only 24,000 headshots. Could be better. <laughs> I'm going to roast him because he's not here. <laughs> um, best weapon is the Dingo with 8,488 kills. Um, alchemical antithesis, most used gobblegum, and a high round on revelations of round 55. So that's our credibility. Um, we're all in the in like the hundred thousand hundred thousandth position on the leaderboards, and I think there's like 20 million positions on the Black Ops 3 leaderboards. So we're in the like top what five percent mm -hmm. easily. So, yeah, yeah, we're. We're in terms of like on paper statistics, like we're in the top five percent of players for this game. So I'm we're we're pretty pretty expert advice on this. <laughs> so and keep in mind we didn't play that much once the remasters came out too. That's correct. Yeah. I mean I had so, Prestige Master before the remaster maps even came out. Yes. In zombies. Yeah. So we got a lot of cred. So, we are definitely in the upper echelons of this game. Um so yeah. Um, 
want to take it away on our first little subtopic now that our credibility has been established. Yeah, yeah street cred. Step up. All right. Yep. So the first new thing that came with uh, this iteration <laughs> of Zombies, which is the fourth iteration in um, the Treyarch mode of uh, Zombies. So it started Tro. So the mode Zombies initially started with um, Call of Duty World at War, released in 2008. And you would unlock this additional mode after being the campaign, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Beat that, you unlock uh, Nocturne Toten. And um, it gained, this mode gained traction a lot until they started selling. Uh, they made three more maps along with that. And that's when they knew, like, we can put this as an additional mode in Call of Duty, just like how Modern Warfare had. Um, was it other mode with Modern Warfare? Uh, survival or special, special ops. ops? Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, spec ops. Spec ops. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So then, Black Ops One came out that had, uh, it's like five maps, and then also as a DLC, they the, the parts of the last DLC they included all of World at War maps, all four of those. That was fire. And Black Ops Two came out. Everybody loves Black Ops Two Zombies, right? Great. And the yep. formula didn't change that much between Black Ops, between like World at War, Black Ops 1, and Black Ops 2. The form, formula didn't change a whole lot, but why fix what's broken, honestly? All they did exactly. was tu they tuned up some perks, added the Easter eggs. It was all improvements. Small, little, you know, enjoyable improvements. And then Black Ops 3 comes out and they kind of changed, they added a, a whole new dynamic to it. They add, so the first thing we're going to talk about is Don't dr monty's factory and gobble gums were a new thing that came out with this iteration of zombies where you could pop a little like thing of like gumball candy and it would give you any special like, powers and one of them the most famous one i would say is perkaholic which gives you yep. <laughs> all the perks in the game which is like 10 or like 10 or 13 or something well, like that it was incredible all the perks that are available on the map Oh, yeah. yeah. Correct, yes. Thank you for the correction. All the perks are available on that map you were playing on. Yeah, and what a perk is, is essentially it's something that you use points that you get from shooting zombies. Um, you use points to buy, like, a upgrade to your character, so that could come in the form of, like, being able to reload faster, being able to run faster, being able to run longer... Uh, being able to ri revive your allies quicker, things like that, having more health. Um, so that's what a perk is. But perkaholic, basically, you buy the gobble gum and you get all the perks immediately without having to do all the work. <laughs> Not that it was easy to get this gobble gum perk that perkaholic. It was quite rare, but um, it was a pretty straight shot to becoming like super overpowered early on in the level. So. Mm. And yep. there's a lot of other gobble gums, and we're not going to talk about each and every one of them. But what did you guys think of this new system that came out in BO3? Did it did it help with the gameplay and the you know the, the cycle the gameplay cycle of uh, zombies? What do you think? Did it improve it? Make it worse? It, it, I mean, the thing is, is I mean, so a lot of people didn't like it at first, but the dynamic of having to plan with your friends, hey, I'm going to get a, a shopping free so we can open up the whole map at the beginning of the game. And you you get this, you get the emulation liquidation, which gives you fire sales. I mean, so essentially everybody can have their favorite guns. Um, I think that gives a whole new strategy to the game, and I like the system. 
Yeah. I mean, it, to a point, it makes the system a little easier. Yeah, you can get a perkaholic and have every perk on that map right then and there around one. But you also have to earn that perkaholic. It's not like it's just handed to you. And it's random chance when you hit the gumball machine as well. So nothing's guaranteed laid out in front of you. So I believe that it it was a good change to the game and it gave the game a dynamic that kind of sprung it sprung it forward into the future. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know, people didn't have to use it also, like it was optional. It's an optional thing. But like with some Easter eggs, I feel like if you didn't use it it would make it way harder. Yep. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Eddie, what's mm-hmm. your stance on gobblegums? Um, I think that they added a giant level of like strategy, which JT mm-hmm. kind of just talked about. So, um, it it added more, yeah, it added more like intellect and strategy into the game. Well, yes, it made it physically easier once you applied them. Um, choosing which ones to use was the thing that did it for me that made it cool. So. There's that, and then um, I also think that it added a lot of gameplay variety, and it made it a little bit more fun. So, like, um, there were certain points in the older games where if you're going for a high round, there's just, like, you know, you're in the round, you know, 30, 30 to 40. You don't get max ammos ever, so you run out of ammo, and there's just there's nothing you can do. It's horrible. So, like, the gobblegums kind of changed that to the point where, like, it made you be able to push the limits of like how far you could take the endless survival aspect of what this game does. So that was cool. And then, um, yeah, I just think like the teamwork and the strategy with it was cool. And it also made you want to grind to, uh, get the, get the, like the gumballs. So like if you play more zombies, you get these little things called liquid divinium. Um, and uh, you get them from like points and like finishing little challenges and stuff. And then you put them into Dr. Monty's factory. And then if you put, um, if you put in three, you have a chance for like more rare gobble gums. So like the more you play, the more cool gobble gums you can get. So um, yeah, it emphasized the grind to help your team succeed. So I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I share the same sentiment as you guys. Gobblegums added a new uh, new layer of like verticality with the game, and like right. as you said, you get to those old, later rounds, and it makes it makes things difficult and like mundane. But you know, yeah. some some gobblegums are entertaining. Like the DLC ones, kind of like change like you like make the whole screen like blue, green, red, yeah. and something like that. You can make the zombies um, like full up in the air, and like it, yeah. I think it was a, a like good addition. Gravity. Yeah, yeah, and these weren't necessary. You 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 can do stuff, Easter eggs and everything without the gobblegums. It's just something that's extra that's there, and I like that. Yep. And then I agree. Newton's cookbook, which is a good. I thought this was in the game from the start. Am I wrong? Um, no, it wasn't. No, it was not. Okay, so they added this sometime during DLC roadmap, and you can. Take the gums you've earned from getting liquid divinium and um depending it refreshes every day so if you have like two or three of the same gobble gum um you can make a better one like a more rare one like in perkaholics so i know 
I was and JT and Eddie were like on the prowl. Like if there was a perkaholic in that Newton's cookbook, you like you hopefully you had those those gobble gums to make it because perkaholics do not come often. Yes. This is this is a great thing. It also like made gobble gums not worthless because like you will get some worthless gobble gums. Some of them are kind of shit. And so this is a good mm-hmm. way to like trade them in. Yep. Like um like duplicates duplicate system in yeah, a multiplayer absolutely and you could make the argument that maybe sometimes it is a little pay to win but then again some of these gobble gums that are just you have infinite uses on them they're really good um yeah. eddie had mentioned in plain sight yeah in plain sight's a great one i mean that's yep. probably top five views for me anywhere but here if you're trapped in a corner great yep. Alchemical mm-hmm. antithesis, you know, you're in the late rounds, you're out of ammo, you have one mag left. Mm-hmm. Just pop it and you'll have max ammo again. Easily. You know. Yep. Um, I believe it's called Arsenal Accelerator that gives your special weapon back quicker. Mm-hmm. I mean uh, there's one that when you die, it gives you your weapons back, you know, after you die. Mm-hmm. The ones you had before that, that one's really good. I mean there's there's obviously fun little ones, um, danger closest that one, zero explosive damage. You know if you're the type of person that likes to pack the first pistols, you can actually yeah. use them without you can, like dying every two seconds. You can, like run around <laughs> with a grenade with a pin pulled and just suicide bomb and you don't die. <laughs> like yep, stupid mm-hmm. shit like that. I love stock option where it says am- ammo is taken from your stockpile rather than your weapons mag. So you don't have unlimited ammo, but you don't have to reload until you run out of ammo. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I mean, good. with uh, with Newton's cookbook, you still had to, you still could only do a certain amount each day. You had to get your distills done. Yep. Um, and oh, that's true. you only could do three a day. You can only do three a day. And then, so even if there is a perkaholic for like, you have like 20 of one gobble gum and it only takes two to make a perkaholic, you can only make three that day. Yep. So it's not like it's super OP. And you could um you could buy more distills. I'm wrong, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely you could. You Why can, wouldn't they yeah. make it so you can buy it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they earn their money somehow, man. spend money, you can. Trust me. Yeah, there's... <laughs> It's absolutely pay to win if you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like, don't have to. That's the point. We're I know it's like here. not even going up against yeah. like other players. You're just going up against you and your yeah, teammates. Yeah, you're against the AI. You can still do yep. pay to win. <laughs> pay to win, yeah. as in like who got the highest round? Oh, you just got yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right. Oh, you know what the answer is? It's Eddie. Eddie got the highest round. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? Uh, we're gonna move on. Hey. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll move on to the, the challenges system. So each, uh, just like the multiplayer and the daily challenges, zombies did too, and certain challenges get 50 headshots, survive like 15 rounds on Shadows of Evil, stuff like that. And they'll give you like bonuses, like a Divinium or XP. That's the only like two, that's the only two they gave, right? It's only like, as, as far as like the daily challenges. Yeah, just like boost and XP, liquid diviniums, stuff like that, which is just like fun little, little stuff little you can things, do. I yeah. mean, yeah, it gives you a reason to log on every day, you know? It's like, hey, I can exactly. get a liquid divinium maybe out of this if I play one round of zombies, or I can, you know, level up. I'm going for that prestige master. 
that extra 5,000 XP that gave me 20 headshots gets. Mm-hmm. That that helps, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other aspect of the challenges was there's calling cards for doing very specific sometimes and just regular challenges. So like doing the Easter eggs for all the maps that'll give you that'll give you a, a calling card. There was you know kill like a, a like what it was like it was like a million zombies or something. I don't think it was that much. I think it was like no, it's like, not a million. Not a million. What, what was that? What was like? What was that one? Most of them are five hundred. Like if you uh, headshot five hundred, kill a hundred crawlers, like yeah, kill five hundred can... zombies with a packed gun. Yeah. Like, each so, each packed variant. This was yeah. This is a another aspect of like getting you to play more zombies that was different from yep. the past games. What do you guys think of the the dark ops and the calling cards? I mean, it was it's an added benefit. But, like, what do you think of them? Love it. I think it was, like, it created, like, a, for one, like, because we were so dedicated to it and so good at it, like, we, like, we got the, we got all the Dark Ops, like, all of us. Like, we all have that. Like, that's, like, that took a lot of work and a lot of strategy and a lot of failure. Like, we, we failed so many times. Like, I remember just, like, fucking like just hours on Gorod Crovy trying to do the bombs like oh my god like awful just like so tense so many times we would fail and we try again but we don't we all ended up doing it and we all have the completion and not that many people have that you know so um yeah it it made us want to play more and then also like it like it's like a status thing for like this game. Like we really did master it in our, in my opinion. So, yeah. And I mean, even every time, for example, a multiplayer, when you kill someone, your name and your calling card pops up, you know, we have the sweet complete all the zombie story quests calling card, which is a dark op, which is a secret like challenge. Mm -hmm. One might say, Um, and when people see that, they're like, Whoa, what is that? Like this guy plays zombie and multiplayers. Yeah. You know, because like most people are one way or the other. Yeah. I mean, we really grinded out both in this game. Right. So I mean, obviously, yeah, it is like a status thing, and also it does give you things to do. You know, it's not just you're playing zombies and just opening doors and you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. knifing them and packing your guns and everything every every day. Like, there's some challenges in here that make you mix it up. Yeah. Like change your you know. play style. Yeah, absolutely. None of them are exactly easy, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's obviously some are easier than others, but um, like for example, they make you use all these gobblegums, buy fifteen packed weapons with wall power, um, kill five hundred zombies with sword flay, like. Revive people with Phoenix up. These are challenges that are incentivizing you to use all the gobble gums, not just workaholic. Exactly. You know, so it's definitely a fun aspect to the game. Um, and like you said, gives you a reason to grind all that good stuff. Gets you a cool man. animated calling card once you complete the whole subcategory, like zombie hunter, survivalist, gum gobbler, and then dark ops. So definitely something fun. Um, challenging, and it just gives you a sense of gratification once you completed them all. 
Hell yeah. We're talking about it. Okay. Um, Eddie, you want to take it away with the weapon system? Yes. All right. Um, so this is my favorite aspect of this game um, in terms of like new features. Um, so um, my biggest gripe with like <laughs> certain like weapons in Call of Duty is that they can feel kind of chunky and slow. So um, a little bit of insight uh, into the way this game works. Generally, the the light machine guns are going to be the most powerful. So, like, they're really... They're, like, big, hulking, high magazine size, slow, aim down sight, slow, run slow, high damage, exactly. Um, so, generally, those weapons, you know, they have all those... They have those positives where they do a lot of damage, they shoot fast, they have large magazine size, but they make you run slow, aim down sight slow, reload slow. So... That was a big reason in the earlier releases that I never used them. But in this game, they added um, basically the the attachment system for multiplayer into zombies. So um, you could deck out your weapons and zombies as if you were playing multiplayer. So like, for, for example, like with an LMG, you know, it reloads slow. If you use this certain weapon enough, you can get the fast mags attachment, make you reload faster. Um, Say you don't like the iron sight on a certain weapon, you can add a sight. Like I can use like a recon scope or like a little red dot sight or something like, um, just like make make feel make using the gun feel better. Um, mm-hmm. And then even other things like that, like you can add rapid fire or you know like a stock to make you walk faster while you're aiming down sights or laser sight. You can uh, your hip fire spread is tightened so you can you can be more accurate and things like that. But essentially what this game did is it added that attachment system for multiplayer into zombies. And when you would buy a weapon off the wall or get it out of the mystery box, it comes with those attachments already preset onto the weapon. So um, that made guns feel a lot more personalized, feel a lot more fluid for me. Um, Really liked that. Also um, new to this game is they added... Um, camos for all the zombies weapons so there was like in multiplayer um, the general progression for camos is um, you get 100 headshots and then you do a couple more little special challenges and then you get the gold camo in zombies it was just get a fuck ton of kills you had to get a thousand kills with every gun and then you would get this camo called red hex and uh, red hex is like the gold of zombies so um, yeah, a little bit of extra progression, a little bit of um, cool personalization with the weapons, make them look how you want, stuff like that. Exciting. What do you guys think about the weapon kit system? Yeah, and I mean, just to touch base with that a little bit, based on how maps are structured, you can also adapt your attachments to that. So if you need to move fast because there's tight corners and stuff like that, you can switch up your attachments to whereas if it's a more open map and you need maybe quicker reloads because there's more zombies coming at you or anything like that, then you can adjust your attachments as well. Or maybe it's a long-range map, so you switch your your sight on your guns and stuff like that. Um, So there is still strategy built into this, believe it or not. And, I mean, personally for me, like I got red hex on every gun. We were touching base on this a little bit earlier. We, uh, you can change the reticles on your like red dot side and your thermal, and it with more kills you get, the more reticles you unlock. And uh, we've almost unlocked every reticle in 
with each reticle, it requires like 5,000 kills or something like that. So obviously, I mean, this game just gives you so much to do from that standpoint. Like you can just pretty much, you can pretty much cater to your own style on any, in any way, you know, like you can customize this wall gun here, like an M8, A7 that's off the wall sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know you really like that gun, you build it how you want it, and you have a reliable gun at the very beginning of the game. You don't just have to gamble on the mystery box to get the ray gun every time or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. It adds a level of um like builds, like kind of like an RPG, a very light RPG kind of kind of stuff where you know, you have to build your essentially your character to how like the map is going to be and what you're what you're wanting to do. Like right here on in the gameplay, I got like fast mags on the dingo. If that's like a training, I I I, I my loadout for what you're seeing on screen for the video listeners is what I would use for training, like kind of high round kind of zombie maps. Yep. And so I like that I like that verticality of it. Weapon system is great. Just like just it bases off the multiplayer, and so I love the multiplayer. So there you go. Right. Anything else to Absolutely. say on the weapon system? Should we move on? I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's cool. All right. Amazing. So now we're going to the meat and potatoes of this. So zombies didn't really follow before. Like, um, well, actually, World at War didn't really follow a a storyline per se. But when Black Ops One came around, it did. You could see it. If you're doing like the Easter eggs and stuff, and so the story in BO3 zombies, it was um it was weird because they're the same characters but they look different, and we came to find out later that they're like it was another was it a another timeline or was it when they were younger? Yeah, it's like there's different timelines going on. Yeah. You know, it's like a multiverse almost, kind of like. Kind of like Avengers, you know, with Loki and stuff like that. There's different timelines. Yeah. So, what what did you guys think of um, the characters we got in EO3, which is, they would be called um, Primus, right? This group. Yes. Um, I believe so. Yeah, because before that, um, the, the people in BO2... They were called Victus, and the group in okay. Black Ops One before they were called Ultimus. I don't know this stuff. This is like deeper lore than I know. <laughs> yeah, I I, I went it on goes a that big, deep. I went on a big like. There's like a 40 minute like lore video I saw on like it, like from World of War to like Bo3, and so if there's yep. the the story is vast like. It's huge, bro. <laughs> what do you guys think of um, how how the story was built through, you know, doing the Easter eggs and stuff like that? Was it something you were interested in, or is it something kind of on the side that was cool? Um, I think until this game, I didn't care, but this game like kind of wrapped everything up together and like kind of finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the 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 final Easter egg in this game wraps up the the timeline that um, Zach just mentioned. I can't remember which one specifically, but one yes. of them, Primus, yeah. 
So it wraps up that timeline. So like, like I made an effort to like understand it, and I thought it was cool. So like, um, yeah, I really like I cared about doing Easter eggs and doing the story, but like, I didn't care about like what it what it meant or like what was going on with it. Um, but uh, yeah, when this game came out, I really like wrapped up everything for me, and it felt really cool. So, I mean, it definitely helps you understand why you're doing this. You know, why are we? launching this rocket at the moon we're not just doing it for fun why are we doing this you know each easter egg has a meaning and every step kind of it feels like there's a purpose to the easter egg and each step makes sense you're not just shooting at i mean you know you're not just shooting at random skulls everywhere around the map and stuff like that you're doing meaningful stuff that actually adds to the storyline right yeah so you guys didn't really follow the Black Ops 4 kind of zombies storyline, did you? Um, Not no. really. That's where I stopped caring. <laughs> yeah, so that that game is where they actually wrapped up the whole oh, storyline. Right. And so you didn't see what happens in the Blood of the Dead, huh? I did. Uh, damn it. Maybe I did. They drain his blood. Uh, yeah, they pretty... I'm an anti-spoiler guy. I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, don't spoil it. Black Ops Four is where we're <laughs> actually wrapped up, and some people are kind of iffy on it. I mean, because it was essentially two like two different groups of stories being told. They had like, you know, that uh, like Gladiator map. That was a different group of people. So they had like two mm-hmm. different stories going on for some That's stupid right. reason. I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but the story in Bo Three. Uh, Revelations ended on like kind of uh, I can't remember how did Revelations end? Was it uh, you killed the Shadow Man? Like he tore apart the universe that uh they had built with Samantha, mm-hmm. and uh, it was all in ruins, stuff like that. Like if you look at it, there's the islands are tore apart. We'll, we'll dig a little deeper into that later, but um, Shadow Man tries to basically tear the universe apart and rule it, but kind of set it back into place. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Each, um, the story, the story is very convoluted. Like I had to watch a whole like 40 minute YouTube video on, to understand it all. And yeah. now with black ops four in the mix, I just don't quite understand what happens. Yeah. But we could talk about each maps, uh, Easter eggs. That's the next thing. Does that sound good? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, the game la- Black Ops Three launched in like um, November of 2015, if I'm not mistaken, and it launched with two maps. Um, the base map was what everybody got if you bought the game. It's called Shadows of Evil. But then also, if you bought the season pass, you were also gifted the Giant, which is a remake of a map called Darius from World at War. We'll talk about Shadows of Evil first. What are you guys' first thoughts on Shadow of Evil when you like when you started playing it first time in 2015? I think, oh man, I always remember this because I thought it was like way too convoluted, overly complicated. I love the I love the scene. I love the art and like how it looks and like the setting. But I was like, what the fuck is Treyarch doing? Like, I thought they were going way overboard, making things way too weird and overcomplicated and like, holy shit, what is going on? 
And I was just like, I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to dedicate a bunch of time to zombies. Like, I'm just going to go play multiplayer. So mm-hmm. that was my initial thought. Um, I thought it was like way too, way too much. I was like, holy fuck. Like, no. <laughs> to be fair, that is like kind of crazy. Um, and when you're first getting used to everything, like the weapon system and the perks in the game and the gobble gums and just trying to understand everything. That map is a lot. There's a lot going on. You got the tram system going around the map. You have to enter what we call a beast mode to unlock certain parts of the map and to power the, the power of the perks and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh I thought it was way too much. Holy fuck. You have to go through portals to reach pack and stuff like that. Yeah. So, and there's, there's a cool, sword you can get as a special weapon that's uh definitely something that is valuable to your gameplay if you plan on going to the later rounds it's even valuable in the earlier rounds too but it's a essential part of the easter eggs you have to have it for the easter egg so there's a lot of stuff that they added into it that's very confusing at first but once you know the map i mean it just the flow of the map i love how it flows it can be a little confusing and hard to get to places sometimes if you don't know the map. Right. There's little shortcuts you can take and stuff like that. But if you know the map and you understand the flow, you just it starts to grow on you quite a bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like while that was my first impression, like now like my my opinion has completely changed. Like it's completely understandable. Like it's not that complicated. It was just so different. Like, it was so much different than anything from before. Um, so, but yeah, the setting is super cool. I love the the 1920s burlesque vibe. Like, that's fun. The characters are cool. They got Jeff Goldblum to fucking mm-hmm. star in this, oh. which I think is sick. And he does the voice acting and he does the, the uh, like, the facial, whatever, the motion cap or whatever. Um, so that was cool um but yeah love shadows of evil i would consider it one of my favorite maps ever compared to what i first thought i thought it was awful <laughs> yeah 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 I, I first i first saw that map i was like dude what the fuck's going on here i don't know anything yeah, exactly it was, what is it, going? it was a lot of it was a lot at once and i was like oh yeah, yeah same thing as eddie i'm not gonna like I'm not gonna play this much i'm just gonna, gonna take a step back but then um then i did all the easter eggs with you guys and I saw what Shadow of Evil can really be. I was like, this is... I still want to learn how to, like, to do some of the stuff, but it's it's a fun map, man. And I remember there, there's a song that plays during, like, the, like, one of the last steps of the Easter egg. What's that called? Where, like, you, it, you hear a certain, like, phrase, but it's not really John what you're saying. John Stamos. John Stamos. <laughs> yeah. John Stamos. John Stamos. That was hilarious. John Stamos. <laughs> you hear this chanting, and all it sounds like is... John Stamos, John Stamos, from, from Full House, people who don't know. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, it does sound like yeah. fucking John Stamos. It's the best thing ever. But um, that Easter egg was, was really, um, all the Easter eggs are, stress, are stressful, but yeah. that one thing that happened was like pretty fun. Like the whole Easter egg was just fun to do. I remember doing it with you guys. Yeah, and it's really do t- and they really do tie the characters into the map as well. Um, each little district of the map has their uh their own little 
like vibes to it for each character. Like one of the characters is an investigator, police officer. So you have to go into the police station to get a little, what do they call them? The little worms. I I don't remember exactly what they call them, Mm -hmm. but you have to get all the worms to open up Pack-A-Punch and stuff like that. Um, So there's a lot of stuff you have to do to accomplish things. You don't just have to turn on the power to get Pack-A-Punch unlocked. It's not just opening doors and stuff like that. You actually have to do rituals and the characters actually talk a little bit during the ritual and sheds the light a little bit on like how these people are connected and stuff like that. So I like that aspect of, Hey, there's a police district. There's a, there's the burlesque and that's where the, the lady that a lot of people like, you know, a lot of the younger boys will like that lady. That's the reason they played it uh-huh. played the game because yeah. of, of her outfit. Young you know, 15 a lot year of old boys. Yeah. Young 15 year old boys love that young lady, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that ties everything together. It doesn't just feel like you're some random dude in the middle of a city. Yep. Anything more to but, say on the, um, Easter egg and the story of Shadows of Evil. The setting was great. I liked how the the music was good. The setting was great. I, I love that setting. How they it was like um, almost Cthulhu like a little bit. It's amazing. Kind of opens up the story. It it's kind of confusing at first, but once the whole story comes together, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, but it really does open up the whole storyline pretty well. Even though you don't have the main premise group with you, um, the, the introduction of the Shadow, Shadow Man really makes him this intimidating character. And, you know, it kind of opens everything up for the future. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, last thoughts on Shadows of Evil before we move on? Full map. <laughs> Margua, amazing. Amazing Margo, boss. Yeah, Moggy, bro. <laughs> yep. Oh, Margo, the bumblebees, the meatballs as a whole, they're just unique. They changed everything. It's not just your typical dog round. I mean, you got meatballs flying at you. You got these little bees launching. You know what I want to say at you and a whole bunch of different stuff. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. The next map that was part of, if you bought the season pass for Black Ops 3, you would get the Giants, which is a remake of the map Doris from World at War. And this is a pretty simple map. I don't think they really opened up any more areas than they did on World at War. I never played the original World at War Doris. Uh, I know Eddie probably did and JT. So uh, what do you guys think? A worthy remake or did Doris do it better? Um, I think this map is like exactly what a remake should be because it's close enough to the original to be like true to its original form but it did so it did like such good little small things to change it um mostly just like the new features of the game changed it enough like it modernized it um Mm -hmm. so yeah i think the giant i probably have spent a lot a lot more time on the giant than i imagined just because that map was really easy to like grind attachments on and like get a lot of points and stuff like that for like upgrades and whatever challenges. It's just like a map to like grind out work on for challenges and whatever. So I value it for that. It looks pretty. Um, it's dark and brooding, nice blue tones. 
Um, yeah, like it. I'm gonna have to agree with him on that. Um, I spent a lot of time on that map, just grinding out challenges, getting kills with weapons. Because I mean, it's it's easy to unlock pack in that map. It's really it's a really good map for when you're learning how to play zombies. Because mm-hmm. you can kind of play, you can kind of play as a noob. You can sit on the catwalk and just <laughs> unload on zombies. Just a straight line, you know. The teleporter's right there. Easy bailout. You got the balcony. You can just bail off of there. Um, so it makes it nice and easy. I do think I agree with Eddie in the fact that it is what a remake should be because they didn't change it so much. Like, to where the point is, like, it's is this really the same map? I mean, it's pretty much the same map. Um, they changed some cosmetic stuff. Always gotta love that. And um, honestly, the the basis of the map is still the same. Gotta use the teleporters, do all this stuff to link the teleporters. Sorry to open up pack, and you know the the flow is still the same. It's not like there's any crazy changes with the map. So I believe that the giant is a great map, and it definitely serves its purpose. Hell yeah, it's one of my favorite maps. I mean, it's 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 a simple map. You're just shooting zombies on there. And the way it... So how World of War connects to Black Ops 1 is through Darius and Kino. Because, you know, Kino has the, the teleport... Not the teleport, but like, you know... I guess, yeah, the teleporter, and so does Darius. And so that's how the characters got from Darius to Kino as they took the teleporter. A fun story fact, if you didn't know. I appreciated that. It looks great. Yeah. I mean the giant. It's in Bo3's engine, so it looks infinitely better than fucking yep. Poopy World at War's 2008 engine. The poopy mm-hmm. World at War. Poopy <laughs> World at War. But yeah, it had. It did have an technically we can call it an Easter egg, but not really. There were some steps you could do to get um, was it the Annihilator pistols? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean that was cool. The little thing they didn't have to do that, but they did. The same thing you guys said. They didn't change much, so it's what a remake should be of a map. There are other remakes of other maps that they didn't do very good on. Like, um, let's see. What do you think of you guys? You guys didn't play Black Ops Four that much, but you know the five map that they remade. It's called Classified in Black Ops Four. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that one they did. They remade Call of the Dead and they remade Mob of the Dead. So yep. I think Giant was. The best, the better of the remakes, in my opinion, because they didn't really do much. Absolutely. Okay, so we'll move on to DLC number one map, Der Eisendrock. You guys awesome. love this map, so take it away. Yes, All right. yes Der, um, Der Eisendrock is a great map. Go ahead, Eddie, take it away. All right, so hot take. Whoa, uh oh. Um, <laughs> I think of the uh the dlcs this is not the best one but it's still a good one um it's like we're gonna rank them in a little bit but um i think the only reason that i i don't rate this as highly as everyone else does is because like i feel like i played it so many times like getting people to do the easter egg just so like so they could do it like I would be like uh-huh. on the helper squad. Like we'd have like one or two people that wanted to get it done. So like me and Ishan would help or JT or whatever would help mm-hmm. people. And 
yeah so like i just oh my god i just remember playing this so much but jesus christ is it cool like um the special weapon in this map is the bows like these elemental bows and it's like fucking rad as hell i always had um the lightning bow that was mine there's a lightning bow a void bow a fire bow and a wolf bow um but like each of the bows has its own little little challenge to get it and it's like unique to that bow and yeah it's really sick i love it um the map design is another reason that i don't place it as highly it's kind of like not like it's awkward but like i don't know how to describe it it's like something doesn't feel right about it um i like the way it looks it's just like the layout is weird um not like confusing either because it's really not it's just like things feel detached like there's a whole separate section by this rocket and like i don't know yeah i have some minor critiques about this map like yeah i don't know it's it's i like shadows of evil much better i'll say that and the giant oh okay Dang. yeah hot take whoa <laughs> all right jt we gotta say Absolutely. About this you know, I'm going to preach about this map quite a bit. I love this map. This is probably my favorite map of all time. Um, just because of the fact that there's so much you can do here. Um, like he had mentioned earlier, you got the elemental bows, and you can have those bows as early as round four if you strategize, or mm. as late as round 50 if you don't strategize at all, if you just kill every zombie. <laughs> so I like, I like that fact. Um, you know, obviously you got the OG, not the OG, but you got a zombie shield in there that pretty good, pretty quality shield, I'd say. Um, same one as Shadows of Evil. And the Gravity Spike special weapon, I feel like that was a great addition to the game. You know, your homies down, you drop them bad boys down and you can get them up without worrying. Um, the raw size really makes it attractive to me. Um, I do agree that the rocket being separated, I think it's cool, but also you know, it it is a little detached, and the only way to get there is teleporting or launching yourself up there. But there's so much going on here with this map, and I think that's kind of why I like it. Um, I played, I did this Easter egg probably 50, 60 times easily probably. <laughs> in my zombies Jesus. career. Um, and I mean, I ha I still to this day have the steps memorized. The map. I feel like it flows pretty nicely, and I just feel as though all the features and everything that comes with the map, down to even the boss fight with the Easter egg, is really fun. And the, the Easter egg gets really intense at a point. It starts off yeah. pretty chill, just shooting clocks and stuff like that that have a spark on them. <laughs> and eventually you get to the point where you're standing in a tiny little circle, everyone back to back to back, and you... Uh, only one person can kill. So it's like, you know, there's a bunch of different things that you got going on. Um, and you have to rely on each other to do the Easter egg. It can't just be one person carrying the Easter egg, yep. which yeah, is something that I can effort. critique with the old, that's something I can critique with the older maps. You know, you yep. can do that. With this one, everybody has to be involved or else you're doomed. Yeah. And yeah. even with the boss fight, it's really high intensity. You have to be training. There's, Panzers coming at you, bringing that back from one of the older maps. I don't remember when it was introduced exactly off the top of my head. There you go. So, I mean, it's just there's a lot of stuff going on with this map. 
Um, I believe, I mean, you have the gondola system where you can get fuses, or what are they? What were they? They were to call in the gondola to get your free power-up. Yeah, I don't like remember. Little, yeah, like a drop. Yeah, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, like a power-up. Yeah, you'd drop, get like whatever. these little, you would get these little, like, keys almost, and you can only have one of them at a time, and you can call in the gondola, right, where the spawn is. And it gives you a free power-up, essentially. It's random. It yeah. could be a max ammo, or it could be an instant kill. You know, it's it all depends on your luck. Um, but I truthfully do love this map so much. Um, there's so many little side things you can do. Like, you can get a panzer helmet, and it makes so the panzers do essentially no damage to you. The map just, in a whole... I, I personally, I don't say a lot of things are perfect. It's a perfect zombies map for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got the jump pads, teleporters. I love all that stuff. You got a bunch of traps available. Um, bunch of fun things with this map. So, and obviously the storyline's great. It's uh, this Easter egg focuses on Dempsey, and this is it. Just honestly, it at the end. Seeing the end cutscene and stuff like that just makes doing the Easter egg all worth it to me because it's really a beautiful cinematic. But I won't go on too much about this map because I could go on for hours, to be honest for, with you. Mm-hmm. But love it, 10 out of 10. 100%. I think I know what you're going to rate this one. But yeah, <laughs> Drive Jack is really cool, dude. Those bows are like, it's like one of the coolest fucking weapons you can get on like any map it's awfully cool isn't it it's so mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome and I, I like the setting having it be in like a, a castle and you got dragons and stuff yeah. that was pretty fucking cool yeah. i love that personally so that the like that final like boss fight of the of that that map like that was that was fun there's just a fun map that you can play on is that when you get the? And it came out so early. Yeah, you get you can do. Can you get the gravity spikes on that map? Yep. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. Great yeah. map. I there's not much I can say other than what you guys said. It's an amazing map. It's a great setting. Uh, good weapons on there. Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. Low gravity, low gravity rooms, amazing. Like, yeah, that's cool. That's like right. That true low gravity. Yep. I mean, you can start the rocket launches. They can give you different things. You know, I mean, just, there's just a lot of positive elements to this, mm-hmm. to this map. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, I feel as though not many people hate this map, and that's pretty rare with zombies, because usually there's a lot of critics on each map. Maybe it's not people's favorite, but really hard to hate this map. Yeah. So we'll move on to a um, a map that, known to the community, is not best in the <laughs> regard but it's part of dlc number two which was like that came out in like what like that january or february of that year uh, of like the the following mm-hmm. year the game came out zetsubo mm-hmm. no shima which is a is a, a callback to shinonuma kind of thing they did from world at war so kind of tying it back together and this map focuses on gosh say it Say the name for me. I Takeo? can't remember. Takio. Yes. So, um, 
like the whole setting of this map is in a it's like swampish and you know i there's a lot of annoying things in this map and i don't know if, it's not not my favorite map i remember the easter egg was a annoying like it was annoying it's to awful. do on this map yeah take it away bro like what else um yeah this map for one like it felt really like in terms of like layout and design it was kind of boring um there really just wasn't many like cool dynamic environments like there were some areas that were kind of interesting like um with all like the kind of like the test tube area where they like had those uh little what was it those like little green dudes in this in like the floaty test tube things oh, you know what God. i'm talking about yeah mm-hmm. yeah that was kind of cool looking um but like i just remember all i can remember from this map like other than the fact that i only played it like two or three times because i didn't like it very much is like i just remember there were spiders and it was like i don't know it was just weird yeah i just didn't like it yeah it was just like it felt jumbled over complicated like not in a good way like how shadows was like it's just overcomplicated for the sake of overcomplication, not for like any sort of like trying to teach you new features or anything like that. It's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah, it just felt kind of misplaced, kind of jumbled, not very well put together. I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely like a darker map. Um, takes place oh, in like a nighttime map, yeah. swamp. Yeah, it's um, night. Yeah, that's another problem. It's a it. huge it's map. Yeah. I think it's uh one of the probably the most expensive maps to open all the doors. Yeah. I think it costed somewhere upwards of thirty, forty thousand points just to open all the doors just so you could start doing things. Um so the setup was very tedious with this map. Because you had to open up there's two different paths right out to spawn, you know. Um one way gets you opens your challenges and one way opens you closer to pack a punch. Um and Kind of had to pick and choose what you wanted to do. Um, bosses were okay. Like the spider rounds, kind of annoying because the spiders put up webs the in spider, the little that's doorways. What it was. Yeah, the spiders. Yeah. Spiders put up webs in the little doorways and like the the mutated zombies that are giant, like almost uh, kind of reminds me of a Gears of War character because they have like pores on them and stuff like that. Um, they're just. You know, it was a fun Easter egg. There's a lot of stuff you can do. You can plant different seeds and water them with different waters, and they grow pods, and the pods can be different things. Um, you can make a copy of yourself and put yourself in the pod. So if you die, right. you come was, back yeah. with every perk and all the guns that you had. So that was definitely something that was fun, and it makes it easier for the high rounds. Um, the wonder weapon for that one was the... Uh, the marshal gun. Oh, never mind. It was the goo gun. It was the goo gun. And you shoot it on the ground. They did. Yes. Yes. Um, the goo gun. The goo gun was a very fun weapon. Everybody can get it. It's not just like a like in Shadows of Evil, the Margua gun, which we forgot to touch on. Squid gun. Um, the squid gun. <laughs> yeah. Makes giant black holes. Only one person could get that. Um. You know, everybody can get this gun. It's a fun. It's a fun gun, honestly, and it's just the map is very time consuming, so you have to be very patient with it. Um, get your classic shield, you get a gas mask, 
there's a lot of cool different things that you don't even have to do with this map. Like you can fight a spider king, a giant spider, um, and just continue to grow on the storyline. The boss room's pretty cool. Um, at the bottom of the elevator, you can camp down there and kind of cheese until like round 50 and just have a pretty much oh, 50 run. Spot, yeah. Yeah, if everybody sat there and they just used the Wonder Weapon, you could pretty much make it to 50, no problem. Um, I mean, this map is complicated, but also it's simple at the same time. Um, Easter egg's pretty easy to follow. I wouldn't say it's a difficult Easter egg to do. I mean, it's something if you have good zombie skills, you could probably complete it on the first try just by yeah. watching a simple video. Yeah, so in I that know, fact it's nice yeah me and Ishan did it on the second try because like he had done it before me but he just wanted to mm -hmm. take me through it just literally you can do it with two people it was like that like mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so yeah i remember we failed it on the first try and then like we did it in the next and the second try it was just like it just felt stupid like i was just like ugh, that wasn't challenging it was just stupid <laughs> yeah, yeah very, uh... and i mean Tedious. As as opposed to as opposed to Horizon Drac, where everybody's involved, this is an Easter egg where literally one or two people can do it all by themselves, and the other two people can train the whole time. Yeah, and it's not like when me and Ishan did it either. Like I was doing any work; like he did everything, and I was just like making training. zombies train. That's it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very. That's, that's something with map. It's a tedious yep. map. I'm like. There's a lot of annoying things that happen, but it's not that bad. I would just say it wasn't as good as the other maps <laughs> we're going to talk about. If it wasn't in Black Ops 3, people would love it. If it was a Black Ops 4 map, it'd be the best map in that game. And that's but saying a lot Black about... Black Ops 3. That's, that's saying a lot about Black Ops 4 maps. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. I like the boat one. <laughs> <laughs> then, be... then we move on. <laughs> the third DLC map we got was Gorod Crovy. Now, Let's personally, go. this map is fucking dope as fuck to me. I think this is very really? cool. This one focuses on Nikolai and <laughs> takes place in Russia. And dude, yeah, I always thought this was fucking dope. So, like, to get Pack-A-Punch, you have to take, like, a fucking dragon. You have to ride a dragon to another area to get Pack-A-Punch, and doing that, that was fun in itself, having, like, a survival-based round where you need to hold out while everybody else has their fucking weapons Pack-A-Punch. It was very high stress, but it was fun for me in that, in that sort. And that Easter egg that came with this map, I thought that was fucking dope as fuck. You're literally fighting a fucking dragon. And Nikolai <laughs> in a fucking mech suit. What do you guys think? Um, Gorod Krovi. Okay, my only issue with this map is the FPS. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's like true. so there's so much happening, like in terms of like what the console has to render. It slows the game down. It makes it choppy. That's my only critique. Um, other than that, it's like. There's a lot of cool features. It's a cool setting. Um, the Easter egg is awesome. Um, it has good like layout. Lots of verticality. Interesting like pack a punch 
uh like how you get to it like you ride the dragon and shit like yeah i really like this map it's awesome i just hate when the frames drop that pisses me off more than anything because i'm like a performance snob so yeah performance snob. absolutely yep so with this map they give you a lot of different zombies variants um you have the the incendiary zombies um i believe there's zombies that just blow up um i i believe i could be wrong there um i mean there's just a lot of different things going on the zombie or okay let me let me back up here the special weapon in this one is a is a baby wyvern um and you can like literally yield a wield sorry a baby dragon and it can like breathe fire all that good stuff it can revive your teammates i believe I mean, this thing is just incredible. It can go fetch power-ups for you if there's a max ammo or something near you. It can go and grab it for you. And it even has its own involvement in the Easter egg as well. Um, I believe that's a very cool aspect of the game. You have to wait for the zomb- the, uh, the dragon to breathe on the on the wyvern egg and breathe on it, like breathe fire on it, and it cooks it, and it's it's just a whole cool process to me. Um, and you can upgrade them as well. That's amazing. I like the whole drop pods that you have to protect, and they can give you a power-up. And even at the beginning of the game, they give you the modules, so you can fly the dragon to the pack-a-punch machine. Um, the zombie strike's a cool feature that you have in this in this one. It uh, allows you to call in a zombie strike that essentially works as a monkey. So the zombies will go to that little c- center area, and it just drops bombs on it for a couple seconds. Definitely something to bail you out a little bit. Lots of traps. Um, the map's pretty. It's pretty connected, but it also has its divisions. You know, some places you have to like buy a bridge to get it crossed, and obviously you have to pay for the dragon to call him in, and then go over to the pack a punch area. Um, and I mean, like Eddie touched on, the frames do drop because there's a lot going on. You know. There's dragons flying everywhere in the sky, and it's like, what is going on here? But um, as far as the like how the map flows, I love it. The Easter egg's great. I mean, it's very high stress, as we touched on earlier, but it's <laughs> very really... high stress. <laughs> yeah, oh, like yeah. there's there's I... literally steps. There's literally steps that can end the whole game for everybody if one person messes up. Yeah, like, literally. There's a person standing you know in front of the computer. <laughs> yep, because yep. they say I got it or whatever. But like, there's a person standing in front of a computer screen, and it tells you, "Hey, defuse the bomb in the library first. Defuse the bomb in this area, Dragon Center or whatever they called it first. You know, and if you had to do, didn't do it in that specific order, everybody dies or everybody goes down. And so, unless somebody has a gobble gum or something like that to keep them up, round is over. That run is over. You just spent an hour setting up for nothing." So it's very high stress. You definitely have to be skilled to do this Easter egg. Um, a lot of tight situations, a lot of crazy things going on. But overall, the map's pretty amazing. Um, I don't really have any complaints with it besides, like you said, FPS. And feels like the weapons were very refined, one might say. And they added a couple different DLC weapons to this map. I believe they added the PPSH and all those good guns. Yep. Um, yeah, there are a lot you know, of that's good definitely guns on this map. They added definitely, um... yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
I, I remember they added the third variant of the ray gun, and I thought that was fucking cool. Oh yeah, the dual wield one. Yeah. Dual wield ray yep. gun, a worthy Amazing successor. Gun. New shield, new zombie shield. Yeah. The, the zombie shield's upgraded in this one, so it launches yep. like literally everything in front of you is dead, pretty mm, yeah, much. Was, if you just that was great. It was that's a great feature. I mean. Yeah, you get some stuff like the dragon breeds in your area at inconvenient times and lights everything on fire. But, I mean, there's even challenges at little gravestones and spawn that can give you like a pre a free perk or like a free pack-a-punched weapon or even just unlocking your dragon, your dragon egg upgrade, you know? And you can even upgrade the shield in this map as well, even further making it OP. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff you could do with this map. Very big map, but um, yeah. And I mean, one thing I didn't touch on with the other maps as much, and it's it's kind of cool. There's a lot of dialogue in this map. Um, Nikolai, he's screaming the whole time. I mean, first yeah, time we played it, I first time first time we ever played it, Nikolai screams hello like at the top of his lungs, and I I mocked him, and I said it every time we played that map ever yep. since. I would just yeah. scream, hello! It's so iconic, I, don't know where. I love it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a, yes. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it's just, the, the dialogue is great. Even in Dreisendrack, you can hear uh, Rick Toffin speak and the operator speak about yep. what's going on during the Easter egg. It just adds a whole new dynamic to everything. Makes you feel as though, like, something's actually happening. You're not just kind of killing zombies and doing steps like each step activates its own audio cues and stuff like that so it's just it's really amazing and even with at the end of the easter egg nikolai is completely wasted off vodka i mean this dude Always. is trashed this dude is trashed it's As like you should and you just and you meet huh. the old version of nikolai like he's significantly older and you know, it's just that that extra boss room is amazing. I mean, it's it's a very high stress boss fight for sure, but I mean, it's so awesome. It's, it's and, so small. It was like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and it's definitely there's a lot of opportunities where if you mess up, you really messed up. Like you're dead, dead, dead. Because like there's so much zombies, and Nikolai throws like sparks at you, and he'll stomp on you and stuff. So it's like, if you're dead and he's by your body, you're done. You're done, done. Like you're you're spectating the rest of the boss fight. You're done, so buddy. <laughs> it's, uh, that's what it is. Yep. yep. Yeah, it is what it is. A lot of risk and reward of this map. It's a lot of things that can go wrong. A lot of things that can pay off very well. Mm -hmm. that's, that's one of the things I like about Absolutely. it. Any last thoughts on Gorod Krovi? Amazing map. So. Yeah, amazing map. There you go. Okay. All right. And now we move into the last of the DLC from the season pass. Revelations. This map Ew. does a fuck ton. It does a lot. There's a lot going on in this map, and I like it. So the whole shtick with this map is that it doesn't focus on anybody, because like at this point... The story is about to end for Black Ops 3. And they do a cool little thing where um, this map this map is separated into sub-maps where like 
you have to like jump from each little like because it takes place in like space pretty much like this, i would say this takes takes place in space and you're jumping from each little island each island is a callback to each of the maps uh, previously so mm -hmm. there's there's knocked there's mob of the dead there is Drak. there was shangri-la oh, i think i'm missing one or two what else um the the insane asylum um Mob of the Dead. Yeah, Mob of the Dead. Well, no, the Insane Asylum. Oh. Um, uh, oh, Varuk. Varuk oh, is in there. Yeah, yeah, you have Varuk in there. You have a little bit of a... Uh, you got the movie theater. You have Mob of the Dead. Varuk. Origins Trenches. Or oh, yeah, the Origins. Origins Trenches. Right. Yep. And then... Um, Shangri-La, you have the temple. Yep. And then what was the last one I just thought of? Uh, the fucking the mine caves from uh, black. What's that? That the fucking underground map from Black Ops Two. Oh, buried, buried, buried. Yeah, the caves, the mine caves are in there. Oh yeah. shit, you're right. And it's yeah. really small, but it's just like it's like a little like maybe a thirty foot strip, but it's it's part of the map. Yeah, I did. So like that was the stick with this map. That was really fucking cool. I, I enjoy. I enjoyed Revelations very much. Yes. And, like it's a very good map. You can. That's where I got my highest round. Uh, fuck you, Eddie. But anyway, <laughs> not higher than <laughs> mine. <laughs> All right, that just that that goes to say, like this map, you can get set up pretty easily. There's a lot going on in this map. You can do a lot in this map. JT, what can we yep. do in this map? Oh, yeah. So you got a bunch of different masks going on here. You got the god mask, which you do a bunch of random challenges inside uh, oh, yeah. an alien stomach where the pack-a-punch machine is. You have to kill, like, one of each different enemy. Um, you can't get hit for a certain amount of period. And by the time you have the god mask, you can take about 15 or 20 hits without going down. Yeah, that shit um, was It really sick. makes you OP. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I showed everybody how to get it, and everybody was like, that's a whole lot of work. Uh can you do it for me? <laughs> yeah, essentially, you but, never die. It's great. Yeah, Ascent, yeah, essentially. So round 100 is very achievable in Revelations. Um, you got all the callbacks to the maps. The gatekeeper people that you can spawn in are a really, a really nice addition to the maps, I feel, because you have like little sites you can spawn them in at. Yeah, it costs you like 5,000 points to spawn them in. But in the later rounds, when you're sitting on 300,000 points, they're definitely handy to have. And I believe they can revive you as well. Um, you got, I mean, there's so many different ways you can get free perks in this one. You can, there's like a little wall run parkour you can do in the Dryzen Drac area and get a free perk that way for everybody. And everybody can do that. You can get four free perks. You can have eight perks right off the rip yeah, dude. for that one. Should be good. Um, there's challenges in there in the in the little center area that kind of connects all the islands that have been torn apart by the Shadow Man um, with portals and stuff like that. It uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of stuff going on. You have your classic shield. Um, there's a couple different wonder weapons in here. You can get the Annihilator. You can get the Margua gun. Um, obviously ray guns in most of the maps. You know, there's a lot of stuff you can do with this map that really does make it fun. I mean, you can train pretty much anywhere. 
And there's a lot of nostalgia built into this map, especially with the origins and you get buried, mob of the dead even, you know. It's just, there's so much you can do with this map. And I really have no complaints with it. It really puts the bow on the Black Ops 3 story. And there's just so much you can do. You can upgrade the Margwa gun by shooting at random rocks in the sky. It seems like at points, maybe you are just shooting at random rocks in the middle of nowhere to do the Easter egg, which mm -hmm. definitely is confusing to a point. Yep. Um, we did beat it on our... We could have beat it on our first try, but I lagged out, I believe. The best part about Black Ops 3 Zombies for me was my internet, I had an average of about 1,000 ping. So I'd be running through walls and stuff. It was amazing. Um, I, I killed a lot of Easter egg attempts by myself. But back to the point here. Um, you, you had to... You had to baby little eggs in these little pots to do the Easter egg. Oh, too. yeah, the incubation. <laughs> yep, you had to incubate eggs. And it's like, yep. there's so much going on here. You have to trap this little lava worm thingy that's flying around, and that's how you get Pack-A-Punch. It's like, what is going on here? What do I do? If, you're, if you don't, don't know what you're doing, this map will get you lost pretty quick. Because you're just kind of running around, floating between islands. I mean, they have Samantha in this in this map, mm. um, with the cinematics at the beginning of the game and stuff like that. So, I mean, it really ties everything together and it helps you kind of understand everything. Whereas in Black Ops Two, it might have been kind of hard to understand, like what everything means. Like, who is Samantha? What, who who are these people? Who's Doctor Money? You know, mm -hmm. so I I think it's a great bow for the game. I mean, it's definitely an A tier map in my opinion. So really hard to go wrong with this map. Yep. Um, personally, I think Revelations is my favorite ever um, of all maps. So if that reveals where I'm going to rank this one on the list, I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's a reason that I have i had the motivation to get round 75 in a solo match on this fucking map because oh. i just liked it so much for me it was the um the the com the combination of all the environments of all the other maps that made it really cool for me also um being able to like get launched um to different sections of the map made like you could do a full map train like the mm -hmm. movement on this map was so cool like fluid but also like on a massive scale like it wasn't just like you're training in a big area like on ascension like there's big areas you can train in on ascension like this map like you can train the entire span of the entire fucking map like is amazing mm -hmm. yeah um really colorful by the way um like it feels like you're like looking at like I don't even know. It's like tripping on LSD or something, man. Yeah. Like seriously <laughs> fucking intense. Like it's very colorful. It's like lovely. I love how it looks. And then like when you pack a bunch of weapon on this map, like it makes it look all fucking crazy and shit. It's like all swirly mm -hmm. and like neon. Oh, the art is so good on this one, but yeah. 
Yep. Um, great, colorful, like high saturation, but also high contrast. Like I just love how it looks, and then also the dynamic environments, and then the the massive scale that feels so fluid. That's what I love so much about Revelation. So, yeah, great, greatest map. We'll say Dude, it's a fucking amazing map, and like going off what you guys said, the masks, the fucking. The what is it? The squid gun you can get on this map. Like, there's so much you can do. It's like the most content-rich map in zombies. To like, for sure, to History. this day, yeah, it's amazing. So, let's move on to ranking the maps now. So, do you guys have your lists? I do. Um... Let me do. I I didn't rank mine. Hold on. Okay. You JT? guys go first. JT, you can uh, you okay. have, you have a list. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, I have a lot to say about a lot of these maps. Um, you know, honestly, you really can't go wrong with any of them. Um, and and to my, in my opinion, some of these maps are interchangeable. I would say one and two for me is Darius and Drek and Revelations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius and Drek being one, those are definitely interchangeable. I mean. Just depends. Like honestly, some days my mood, I just want to grind Revelation. Some days I just want to grind Drizendrak, and it's yep. like those are both A plus 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 maps. Um, Gorod, Krovi, and Shadows. I would say these two are also interchangeable. Gorod being three, Shadows being four. Um, they're just really great maps. I mean, so much going on. Lots of different additions to the game. You know, I mean, it just gives you a different feel for zombies. There's so much stuff you can do. Um, five being Zetsubo. Zetsubo's a great map. You know, I personally, I'd say it's probably a, a B plus, A minus tier map. You know, like I said, on any other Call of Duty zombies, it'd probably be definitely one or two. It's just, it's it's a cool map. I'll say that. And six being the giant. The giant's kind of, put here by default just because it's it's mainly just a grind map it's tiny there's not a whole whole lot going on it's just it's a classic map it's fun to play but for the reason that it's you know not only just a remaster but it feels like you can have everything done by round three you know it's kind of kind of tanks the rating for me a little bit mm-hmm Okay. That's where that's where my list is at. All right, good. I'll uh, I'll go since Eddie's still working on his. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Revelations number one. Like JT said, dude, you can grind this map so well, and it's enjoyable too. There's so many weapons to get, there's so many things to kill zombies with, Easter egg, different stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah, I can go on. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm going to say Gorod Krovi. The setting, amazing. Uh, Focuses on Nikolai. That's hilarious. He's hilarious. Um, Dragons, enough said. Then for number three, I'm going to say Shadows of Evil. Number four, we'll do Der Eisendrak. Then number five, I'm gonna say the giant, and number six, obviously 
Zetsubo Noshima. R.I.P. Zetsubo. R.I.P. Man. So that's what yeah. it is. All right. Um. So my list revelations. Number one, best map ever in all the games. Uh, number two, shadows. Um, I I made a huge turn like in the beginning of the episode. I said how much I hated it the first time I played it, mm. but yeah. Um, number three, wild card is the giant. Um, oh, I think it's like because it's so simple, it's so accessible. You can just play it whenever you want. You can just jump on, just roll, just go. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like it there. Uh, Dreisendrak. Um, this is the last of the maps that I would play. Like in terms of this list, this is the last of the maps that I would just have like a fun, like a solo run just for fun. Like, um, basically I, I ranked this list based on obviously in general, but like, um, the way I, I kind of like fell through it is like, how likely would I be to play this on a solo run just for fun? Like, and you know, mm-hmm. so. Dreisendrak four. Gorod Krovi is a five only because the FPS is so annoying. Um uh-huh. and then Zetsubo six, because I only played it like three times and I did not like any of those times. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright. And so those are our rankings of the main maps. And so we're gonna move on to the last section of the podcast. So because Black Ops 3 was so successful and, you know, the everybody loved them, the zombies, everybody was ask, asking for more, they uh, released eight maps called in the pack called Zombies Chronicles, which would focus on just, you know, the four main characters, Richtofen, Nikolai, Pacquiao, and Dempsey. Mm-hmm. And so... The maps, they, they remade all the maps in Black Ops 3 engine, in the Black Ops 3 engine. So they had Noct, Verrucked, Shinonuma from World at War, Kino Dertoten, Ascension, Shangri-La, and Moon from Black Ops 1. And then they had Origins from Black Ops 2. And before we go into this, um, when this was, <clears throat> before this was officially announced, it was leaked, and everybody in the Fred group didn't believe me when I said Zombies Chronicles is happening and it's a, a real thing. I was clowned yep. on, and I remember it's the only thing I have. I was like, "Y'all were wrong. I was right." <laughs> well, true, the man. conspiracy theories are usually incorrect. I mean, this dude Zach will go out here and say that he met an alien last night, and what? you know she told him he had a nice ass. You know, this dude, this dude's conspiracies are crazy. So what other conspiracy I mean, did I, I have? To... Um, <laughs> that Bush did 9/11. Anyways, um, <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna no. move into the direction. <laughs> we're gonna move into the other direction. That fact. Oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, I mean, yeah. Hot take, but um, I prefer playing the Zombie Chronicles maps than the base BO3 maps, to be honest. I just like these maps way more. Right. Okay. What do you guys yeah. first, first take? I like... Alright, so here's my opinion. When they... Okay, so I'll go through each one rapid fire. Um, Noct is the first zombies map ever. Um, I like 
the remake here because they added perks to it with the gobble gum, so it made it a lot more interesting to play, like less one dimensional. Um, Barucked feels just about the same. Um, it's a good map either way. It's probably my favorite World at War map. Um, Chino Numa is just about the same, also, still a good map. Uh, Kino feels just about the same, really good map. Ascension feels about the same. Really good map. Shangri-La, I don't like it that much. Uh, Moon, I don't like it that much. It's a little too complicated. I think it's only, I only see it as too complicated in my head because when it came out, I was like, what, 12? Mm -hmm. Um, And like, we didn't play Moon that much when that map came out. We just played, all we did was play Ascension. We didn't play Moon. Um. So that's why it feels hard. Um, and then Origins, good God, like when Origins came out, um, we, I think we attempted the Easter egg in the original version, but I don't know if we ever did it. Um, but we definitely did it in, in this game. Um, and the Origins Easter egg is one of the hardest, in my opinion, um, from all my time I, that one in the buried one but buried's not in this game um yeah i remember buried was like good god that map was so so hard like whoa mm-hmm. yeah the end of that easter egg where you have to shoot those targets in the windows holy fuck man. yeah dude i remember yeah. yeah like you got so pissed at it you're just like dude fuck this i'm not doing this anymore dude. We were doing, we we had done it, we got to that position, uh, like that position in the Easter egg, like four times, and we would get stuck on it every single time, and we'd be just mm-hmm. shooting targets for like three hours, yep. like every weekend. And, it was horrible. And remember that, and remember that one time when the thing wouldn't spawn on the zombie's body, like you had to get yeah. a part off of the zombie's body? <laughs> Very, I think buried, yeah, 90% of the reason buried was so hard is because it broke all the time. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No exact science for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, so I mean just going diving straight into it. Knocked is a classic. I mean, you really can't go wrong with it. Essentially the same map, they just added a couple gobble gum machines into it. Um a couple cool things you can do with there is you can get a uh, you can get packed guns cuz you have wall power stuff like that. That's definitely an awesome feature. Um, Verrucked is a, I mean, it's a classic map. You really can't go wrong with it. Um, once again, just added the gobble gums in there. Um, gotta love the flow of Verrucked and just the running on the new engine. I really like the graphics of these maps now. You know, like it felt like in Black Ops 1, most of the maps were really dark and it kind of adds a little bit of light to it, makes it a little more bright, one might say. Um, Ascension, you just, I mean, you can't, this, this map doesn't miss. I mean, Mm, it's mm -hmm. probably top five maps of all time. Um, zombies history. It's, uh, it's really a great map. I mean, it runs smooth. I feel as though like with the new gen consoles and all that good stuff, this map is just even better than it was. Um, Moon, I personally love it in this remastered format i feel like gobble gums on moon definitely a almost a needed thing it feels like yeah. it makes the map so much more enjoyable honestly moon is an awfully challenging map i will always say uh-huh. that good god is it hard because the fucking oxygen stuff is oh god 
it's it's tough. And like the, the domes yeah. break and like oh god. <laughs> yep. It's so just, hard. It's a crazy map. There's a lot going on. The gobble gums really help you. And I mean it's to the point where that map is actually enjoyable for me. Whereas if I played it on the original game, I would not ever want to play it. <laughs> um, Shino Numa, you know, I've never been a huge fan of Shino Numa. The fact that you walk around in swamps and you're walking yeah. slow and oh, the water, it just feels, yeah. yeah, you're walking slow. I mean, it feels like the map is dark and groggy. It's just, you know, it's it's definitely it's. I would say it didn't take a step down. And it didn't take a step up. It kind of just stayed the same for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Shang. Um, you know, I always... Zach really loves this map. This map is... It's not Dang. horrible. I'm not going to say it's a oh, great my favorite. map. <laughs> it's, it's not a great map. It's not horrible. You know, I, I always used to say it was horrible. Not not really horrible. It's pretty... The Easter egg was pretty fun. Pretty entertaining. Um, kind of confusing, but very entertaining. Um, just running around hitting these gongs and stuff like that kind of reminds me of uh, some of the Black Ops 3 Easter eggs to a point so yeah. definitely entertaining um, Kino I mean what can I say it's Kino classic right. yeah. Origins top 3 zombies map of all time um, just added some more light into it Gobblegums definitely makes the map a lot easier to play um, you could get pretty much the whole map open with one shopping free. That was definitely a huge, huge plus. You know, you didn't have to grind it out as much as you did in the old games, which don't get me wrong, was very fun. But this is a map you can now play just leisurely, almost, mm-hmm. one might say. So Origins, I mean, the Easter egg with Gobblegums is a very enjoyable Easter egg. And I mean, it. we did it for fun 100%. multiple times. We did it for fun multiple times, if that tells you anything. So I believe the remastering of these maps was definitely a welcomed addition to the game. Um, you really can't go you really can't go wrong with them. I mean they remastered what was it, eight maps? Eight. Yep. And yep. and I mean it just feels like most of them most of the additions to the maps were they didn't add new parts to the maps really. They kind of just added things in to make it better. You know, yeah. So touching off of what happened there, I love all of these maps. I rank these above BO3 maps, in my opinion. Jesus, I I just like them. I just like Black Ops One. I mean, Black Ops One, Black Ops One was in my top ten, not not BO3. And this is a big reason because of the zombies. Zombies are a huge reason I was a part of that. So. And I'll go through them real quick. Knocked. It was a, it's a great like. I remember one time we were uh, we were playing knocked and like and usually you don't open a, a door so that you could train like last. We're because we're trying to like last as long as we could on this map. And everybody was like, "Don't open the stairs door. Don't open the stairs door." And and I <laughs> I secretly did it and I tried to blame it on Eli. <laughs> Tried to play it on him, yep. and then and then we and then, went into the theater. Yeah, and then and then to my <laughs> surprise, I forgot you could go into the theater, and everybody, people were watching the maps, and I was just sitting there with a big grin on my face, just waiting for them to be like, "It was Zach. 
It was Zach. I was like, oh my god, they got me. But that was pretty. Well, everybody funny. was pointing fingers at everybody. Like, I know. Was like, oh, it, it was, was chaos. No, 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 it was Zach. No, it, it was, was chaos. Zach. I did it on purpose. It was amazing. <laughs> and then eventually, they had everybody pinned against me, and I was like. I'm going in a theater mode and looking at who opened this. Google I know. I remember couch. it was all on JT. I was like, it was hilarious. <laughs> so I sat there for 20 minutes hovering over this couch. And then finally <laughs> you could see Zach. I think he was playing as Rick Toffin. Hobbles over there, opens up the freaking couch and then runs away real quick before anyone notices. <laughs> like a little kid that like just like, you know, when people put those uh, those bowls on their porch for Halloween. Yeah. Halloween happening tomorrow, um, and it says take one. Nah, like little kids. Like I know I was a menace. I take the whole bowl, pour that whole <laughs> thing in my freaking bag, and run away. That's that's exactly what Zach was like. He just just yep, took all that candy and he ran away. So I did. I don't regret it. Verrucked. It was just a straight up like that. It was like a mental hospital. That was pretty cool. I like the 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 vibe of that map. I think I remember. Like the first time I actually like wanted to train, because I played Black Ops One, and I got, like got the the last map. It came with all the World at War maps, and I got to like on Black Ops One. I'm pretty sure I got to like round like thirty. Corrupt, did that. Mm-hmm. That was hard because like yeah, I'd constantly had to keep buying ammo. But in Bo Three, Corrupt was great. I loved it. Shinonuma, awesome map, better than Zetsubo in my opinion. <laughs> Then we got Kino. Kino is just an all-time great map. I, I was I was playing that in the video here. Really easy to get set up on high round. So enjoyable. Fun. Yep. Yep. Ascension. Um, the monkeys are annoying, but the whole map in itself is amazing. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. Yeah. Yeah, they changed Still some good, things. Though. Yeah, they changed um, the PhD flopper perk, which I know it's not really possible to do that, but I wish they could have made it possible with like sliding, yeah, that sliding was like mechanic. One of the coolest perks ever. I love that. No, dude, it was awesome. It's like Black Ops One yeah. Fire. Um, Shangri La, everybody hates it. I love I like the setting. And like part of the reason why I like this map is because the trailer for this map, like when it came out in Black Ops One, it had the easy Yep, in the trailer. That was an iconic trailer. I had it saved on my Xbox 360 hard drive. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always remember that because Alex showed me. He was like, dude, this is the coolest trailer ever. I was like, oh my God, I have to see this. <laughs> oh, man, dude, that map yeah. is on fire. I love that map. Great. That's not oh. the only thing you had saved on that hard drive. Anyways, continuing on. Yes, yeah, continuing on. Um, Moon, <laughs> I thought Moon was fucking dope, man. It's hard. It's definitely hard. But like that Easter egg. You fucking blowing up the earth, bro. Yeah. That's so cool. So fucking cool. Makes me feel like a super villain. Exactly. And then Origins. Origins is just a classic, man. The stabs. I love the stabs. They're fucking. Like, I always got the wind staff. One, because it was easy. Two, it just was cool. Just like that. Yep. But just like that. Just like that. And perfect. Perfect. And that brings us to the end of the episode. Um, what are your closing thoughts? We'll start with JT first. What do you think of Black Ops 3 Zombies as a whole? Black Ops 3 Zombies as a whole didn't miss a whole lot. Um, I feel as though a lot, almost all the maps, I mean, I should say probably all the maps are solid, you know? 
I'd say they're they all rank pretty high on my list. Um, especially the main maps, you know, the remasters are obviously all can't really can't really hate on them. Um, I like the additions of the gobble gum machines. The uh, the fact that you can upgrade your guns to get dead wire, fireworks, blast furnace, and even the uh, the the wind gun. What's that called again? Thunder gun. Thunder walls. The thunder ones. Thunder walls. What it's called, but. Um, all the different wonder weapons you have in the game. It doesn't feel like you just have the ray gun. Um, you have the thunder gun on Revelations. It brings it back. You know, all the nice additions. Great dialogue. I love the graphics and everything with this game. I feel as though it's not super horror-y realistic, but it's also not like stupid cartoony, you know? Like, yeah, it's right. not like Zombies in Spaceland. Or anything like that, hey, where, it's, hey, where it feels like you're playing, where it feels like you're playing Cartoon Network zombies, you know. And what it's not crazy. Nothing's crazy OP in this game to the point where you feel as though you can't play it, you know. Yeah. And you have options in what you do. So overall, this is my favorite zombies of all time, um, and I don't see that ever changing. To be honest with you. Nice. Yeah, man. Eddie, closing thoughts? Um, there's a reason this was on my top 10 games list ever, and the Zombies is part of it. I sunk a lot of my middle high school years into this game, and uh, I don't regret a single minute of it. So, Yep. This is part of our it was part of our life for those couple years, and yep. I loved it. The zombies is great. Yeah. It, it brought us together more. So I'm forever indebted to this game. So that's this game was pretty much the reason I got into like this friend group pretty much. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's very true. So yeah. I love this yeah. game. Otherwise we don't like you, Zach. Just remember yeah, that. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> you, guys. Yeah. you just really you just think about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I believe our friend DJ sunk probably two hundred days into this game. It's two um, months. They got two months. I'm still better though. <laughs> you know, I had a hundred. I had a. I had a hundred overall days set into this game before the leaderboards reset. Um, when this game came out, I was in eighth grade. I kind of no lifed it, so that was to be expected. <laughs> there was days where we would just wake up at eight. We'd leave around three to go eat a little bit. And then we'd get back on an hour and play four to midnight, you know, Hell or four yeah, to man. one, whatever long we'd stay up. And we just play this all day during the summer. You know? And I mean, that's just truthfully this game. I mean, I, I fresh started two or three times a multiplayer hit prestige master four times, I believe. Um, you know, I've had dark matter all four times. I mean, this game as a whole, just, Nostalgia is ridiculous. The nostalgia with this game is ridiculous. I'll say that. Ridiculous, yeah. But um, you know, JT, if the people of this podcast want to find you, if they, if you want to be found, where can we find you? You can find me on all main social networks. My tag on Instagram is jtmuney4. Um. I mean, if if you need a car, let me know. I'd be trapping them cars. 
Auto Nation Chrysler Jeep Arapaho, baby. <laughs> Shameless plug there. Car That's salesman good. life. You know, we got to grind every day. But um, yeah, definitely. I, Zach will link me in the bio. Just hit me up. Hell yeah, man. Eddie, where can we find you, buddy? All right. Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Eddie Lee Lifts. Spelled E D D I E L E E L I F T S. I post um, somewhat regular fitness content two to three times a week, exercise tutorials, exercise guides, pictures of myself working out, motivational content, such things like that. Um, if you're interested in learning about weightlifting, powerlifting, or following my journey to become the, the most swole dude of all time, um, follow my channel, not channel. I follow my page. <laughs> um, don't look for me anywhere else. Peace. <laughs> you can find him at the local 7-Eleven on your corner yep. on some days. You can, trapping. You can, yep. You can find me at the local pornography dvd store perusing oh man they don't have those anymore dude i'm the i'm not. the only one who goes anymore oh i'm the God. one person keeping them in business. business i spend a like lot long of money john i spend a lot of money he's that dude that keeps long john silvers in business too yeah i no, i do this yeah i'm the guy that keeps long john silvers uh porn video stores in business <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great guy. Trust me. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, alright. You can find me pen and pan anywhere. Most active on Twitter. I am I have an addiction to Twitter. I'm working on daddy. it. Elon Musk just bought Twitter. So at least your daddy. Yeah. That's how it's going. But yeah, hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> Instagram. I just, I just posted a TikTok the other day. It got like fifteen hundred yeah. views. That's like the most it's ever gotten. Good I just, shit, man. I posted oh. one today too, man. And let me see how. Let's see what that one got before we end off. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, 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 500, uh, uh. 548 views. Yep. Not bad, man. Nice. Oh, I believe. I believe it's the orange color text guy. That guy is hilarious. Uh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, we gotta do more of those. He videos, doesn't man. miss. You know, I, I still have guy... to edit the. Oh my gosh, what? What the orange text guy? Among us? Oh yeah, the orange the orange text guy. I mean, he truthfully is a really fun guy. I feel like he gets screwed over, but somehow, some way, he came out on top. He's a dog. He's got that dog in oh. him. So he got that dog in him. <laughs> that dog. I just came back from the doctor. They gave me some bad news. They gave me an X-ray, and they said I got that dog in me. Dog in me. Exactly. I got, I got diagnosed with underdog syndrome, so oh, God. <laughs> they call it UDS, oh, so especially okay. diagnosed for me. Okay, we're getting out of here. Thank you everybody. Have oh. a great have a great night, week, whatever month, year. Everybody, can I get a 